with Mo. What up and welcome to episode 68 of a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. On this episode, we are joined by Travis Hurricane Haynes and we talk about our Patreon, um, purchasing some podcast ads, some old college stories. More or less, this whole episode is just us reminiscing about old college stories and then a little bit of random shit in between. Um, so that includes like some hater of the year, Mickey's five, uh, our fraternity days, um, the first time I was arrested in college, uh, making some rap music, making some electronic music, Girls Gone Wild. And then we do at the end there a little bit of TV show talk and then a little bit of basketball talk. Uh, hope you like it. Um, thanks for listening. What up? We're joined by Hurricane Haynes. What up? Should we just call you by that or should we say Travis? Because I'll probably slip and say it. Honestly, probably the only people that call me Hurricane are Pikes from East Central. Okay. That's the only people that know me by Hurricane, really. Now, anyway, I just had to say it because that's normally when we do the Patreon, which I also do now, so I said it. Um, Patreon.com slash podcastmo. Give us money. Be a co-producer um, if it's a certain level, like Hurricane Haynes here. And then my mom, Snappy, and Marshall, the Dharma Nishta Bear, who I was the next co-producer I'm trying to get on here someday. Um but you're like probably like close to our number one fan somewhere up there. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I've, I've I think I've listened to every episode of your new one, and then probably all but like maybe five of the the first one that you did with Pow Wow. Right, and the one with Pow Wow, it's very nostalgic. I think if I went back and listened because I haven't. It, the audio quality would be really bad. We had two USB mics that were off, and I had to manually go in and fucking align them. And it took like six hours to do an hour of fucking audio. And now I'm like, if I at all have any difficulties, I'm like, fuck it. I'm just not going to put up this episode. So um, it was definitely different back then. Um, but at least he comes on every once in a while now. Right. You know. Yeah, I know you got a couple of new mics since then, I think. Yeah, uh, we got Some two of system. those that you have. The other one's up there. We'll bring it out when Skinny gets here later. And then uh, this is my new one. Gets a little bit of the lower ends, but it's real fucking loud. So, But basically, half of all of this shit's because of Patreon. I normally like wait till I get half the amount of money, and then I'm like, all right, I'll buy it. Fuck it. So anyway, if anyone wants to help out with that, I feel like I don't need any new equipment right now. My new goal for Patreon money is uh, to spend it all on ads. So I done a Facebook gave me fifteen dollars of free ads on a post uh, about Powell's episode actually, and so I used it, and it reached like three thousand people and got nine ad clicks so anyway that's what fifteen dollars get you <laughs> on facebook but i made it like target people who are in a pot because pal talked about pot a lot on that episode so it was like targeted males and females between a certain age range in certain states that liked recreational or medical marijuana so that was my whole goal uh, i don't know if that was smart there you go pitch it to your listeners All right so um i might need to fuck with ads more petrovita who was on you know he's very big in the looking into ads, figuring that stuff out. So that's got me thinking about it. Yeah, I know bit. with the ad game, it's <clears throat> it's a lot cheaper to go on Instagram, which I think your most of your stuff is on Instagram now. Right. But if you I know you can you could link your right. Facebook ads that was to part Instagram. Of it. Yeah, I clicked for it to also yeah. do Instagram. And I know the the Instagram clicks cost you a lot less than the Facebook clicks. So interesting. And I also know Reddit clicks or Reddit ads are way cheaper, but apparently they get like hardly any clicks. So um I don't know. I have like a love-hate relationship with Reddit uh, making hip-hop for them. Almost everyone else I know just loves it. They should all love it. And I'm like, yeah, but there's a lot of fucking assholes on there too, I think. But they're not like normal assholes. Like they pretend to be fucking cool, but they're really doing a lot of backhanded asshole shit. And so I'm like, eh, I don't know. Anyway, got some music. Go go drop some racks on Patreon. Exactly. Especially if you're uh, a rapper. And you're listening to the podcast. Right, exactly. Because we'll, we'll shout you out. I need to probably make a new tier um, that will shout you out on the music episodes. Maybe that could be a thing. But I like them to not be like a guaranteed thing. Because they could end up end at any time. Like this might be the last one. And I'll probably get at least one more. Because I have 10 songs for the next one so far. So I could probably fill that up. But, you know, it's it's always a thing. Yeah, it seems like whenever you send out a message saying, 
hey, we're not going to have one. If you don't send them in, then you just get an overload of them. Right. Well, what happens are the rappers that like it, they're like, hey, friends that also rap, I'll finally let you know about it because they're fucking shitty until then. Um, also, lately, I've been just a dick on the internet. My new thing, um, I don't know if you've ever been depressed in your life, but I like to be pretty open and I just get depressed and shit. It's like this week in general, I've just been kind of depressed and I haven't been able to deal with any shit on the internet. So I had to like get pissed off at a random spam bot and be like, no, you fucking dick and like write hateful comments to people. Um, but I really enjoy that, the persona. It's a lot more fun to do that than to be like, oh, let's be positive about it. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, but you've been that way for a while. That's that's why we were the haters of the year. That's true. In, um, we've talked about this a little bit a long time ago, but we used to have this thing called hater of the year, um, more or less based on the whole Dave Chappelle player haters ball thing. And in our fraternity, whoever was the best hater would win hater of the year. And so you won one year and I won another. And then there were other winners as well. Uh, Darkness, I think, should be revoked because he doesn't talk to me anymore. So I hated on him real fucking hard last time I saw him, and now he refuses to talk to me. So uh, I thought that was part of the fucking hater of the year club thing. I don't know. Shit. Um, I think we were the only three members that ever became a part of that clan. Right. Well, I would say Dylan. Dylan was also uh, around at the time. And then... I feel like there was one person late later on. Maybe Shad was trying to do it or when he came in or something. Um, but really fun to just hate on people, especially uh, attractive females at a bar or club, just to say something really fucking hateful, just to make your friends laugh. Because normally the results are like, not what you would like, They normally didn't get pissed necessarily. Right. And usually the hater of the year wasn't because you were hating. It was because you were telling the, the truth right. to people. It's and the they biggest, just didn't want to hear it. The biggest truth so, telling. Which is, 100%. Um, and something about, like, and I've mentioned probably on the podcast, I think behind closed doors of our fraternity stuff, I really like to be very, uh, well, actually, let me give a hateful thought real quick and set everyone straight. And a lot of people didn't like that because everyone was always fucking positive in that shit too. So I have been kind of negative for for quite some time. So I do try to bring that out. Hey, got to set some people straight. Let them, let them know what people from the outside see sometimes. Right. So you as a fan, I know you have some notes over here. Um, is there any things you want to bring up on the podcast? Uh, I, I brought a little bit of everything, uh, all kinds of shit that you talk about normally. Uh, you know, we could go into how we met, uh, which was in calculus, I believe. Yes, calculus one. Yep. Uh, we I mean, were, I would say that's when like I knew of you. Right. I would say we met the night I freestyled for the first time in front of people. Right. Which, like, <clears throat> which was during that same semester. I think right. you were out there with uh, with a group of your friends, and then we probably had a group of pikes out there. And right. So there was this bar uh, called Legends at the time. Right. It has a different name now. That's how bars in fucking college towns work. And uh, my friend Anthony, who is a neighbor of mine, he had pledged a different fraternity the previous semester, and I honestly was pretty oblivious to fraternities. Snappy thinks that's crazy because he's like, but I was in one. Like, I ever talked to him when I first got here, and I just didn't even know. Like, I they put me in fucking Pasagi. Wait, no, Pontotoc. Sorry, these are names of dorms. They put me in the dorms with the athletes, and then I got arrested within a month. So, like... I just wasn't on campus, and uh, I just didn't know about Greek life. I didn't know that existed at East Central. And then I guess I saw you on my second semester. That's when that was, when I took calculus. And uh, Anthony had pledged the first semester, sig tall, didn't like it, bounced or whatever. And then he was like, let's go to this bar. You need to go to a bar. And I, at this time had just started smoking weed after being arrested after like six months or something. And so I was like, fuck it. I'll go to a bar. And that's just not, I'm not a social person. Not that I don't want to be. I just don't feel comfortable. So we go to this bar and then I see you um, and LB were also in calculus, I believe at that time. Uh, yeah, I believe so. And then, and then I think you were out there with like LV who you mentioned on the podcast. Before. I think he might've just been out there, but he might've went with us. I don't remember. But yeah, LV is definitely, uh, I'll have to bring him up again sometime, but basically y'all were trying to get me to pledge and then I freestyled with Johnny A and CJ and then rat for a really long time and was like, oh shit, freestyling's awesome. And I loved it. That's right. And then, and then you never stopped for a while. Yeah. And then it was like two years until I started to rat and then I lost the ability to freestyle. Yeah. That's how, that's how it worked. Um, like on the last music episode at the end, I like grab a notebook and read, 
you know, I would call it like a free flow, if you will. Um, that to me is not a freestyle. So I would never claim a freestyle as anything that I wrote before or that's on paper that I'm reading or on my phone I'm reading on a beat. I know that's what rappers do. To me, that is on a freestyle. To me, a freestyle is like, I'm sitting there, there's a beat, and I'm fucking Making grabbing up. words up out of the fucking air, and then it even surprises me that I even made something cool happen. Um, that's something that's definitely changed since that time period in the world, just thinking about it. And I remember it got to the point where if, like, people would want to battle me, and then, like, younger people in the fraternities were like, I'm going to freestyle instead because I'm, like, the challenger. And I'm like, what the f- was so weird. But no one really battled either. We just would freestyle and see who was cooler. It was more or less how that worked. I wasn't like calling someone fat or anything. Right. Because I and, wouldn't. And I know we got, uh, we had, what was that, Mickey's Five that we rented out the quality in and had yeah. hundreds of people there. Yeah, yeah. And then I think I grabbed the mic and got you and a See, I don't remember something. That. Yeah, you were completely trashed at that time. I was you blacked out. for yeah. like 15 straight minutes to the point where like your mouth was dry and you could tell because you had like the little Yeah, everyone told me I was filming at the mouth. Right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this. Nikki's five was great because that's when we were pledging and darkness. So I mentioned darkness, earlier, yeah. he he was really excited about throwing this party of Mickey's five, and I was like this his lead henchman, right, to help out with all this. So he ran out the like a party room, I guess it is, um, at at the Quality Inn, which is a hotel chain. If you're not familiar, and they were all kind of weary of us in general, but we have like ice luges and just so many boxes of alcohol and beer. And we all get really fucked up. And I remember I got so fucked up so quickly because I was running the isoluge with Johnny A. But every time a girl would come up with no one else to do the isoluge because like a double isoluge, I was like, well, I'll do it with you because that was me trying to flirt with the ladies. But it led to me doing like 21 shots in like 40 minutes. <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. And I'm 19. You know, I'm not fucking built for that shit. And uh, I remember a good friend of mine, Vanessa, was there and she was in my in our calculus yeah. class. And the whole time I was just trying to convince her to have a threesome with me and her friend she brought. And she's like, I wouldn't want to have sex with you in general. Wow. Why the fuck would I want to have sex with you with my best friend? And I was like, but listen, listen, threesome. And that was about where I was at, right on my drunk level. And then that's the last thing I remember. Cause I apologize to Vanessa for that. And then I remember waking up after being passed out behind the little DJ booth. But you tell me, <laughs> I think I, I have some pictures of that somewhere. And then you told me like, oh, you rap so well with Wayne. Cause so there's this dude, Wayne, we brought him up a few times here and he was there and darkness was like, oh, you got to meet Mo. He can rap. And Wayne was like this. Uh, I'm not, I don't say he's in a gang cause I don't fucking know his story, but everyone was like, he's in a gang and has killed people. So look out. But I was like, he's like the nicest man to me. I don't know. He fucking me and Wayne are, the, are cool. But everyone was like that about him, right? Like, they were all scared of him right. and shit. And so I kind of remember rapping with him a little bit at one time. But then besides that, I woke up behind a thing. But everyone told me you had me rap on, like, a PA system. Yeah, it was – I don't remember. Did we have a DJ or somebody? But anyways, I grabbed the mic, and you spit for a good 15 minutes, I would I would guess. Yeah, and I, don't, I couldn't have been good, but uh, – Honestly, I think it was so loud in there that no one could really tell anyways, but right. it sounded good. Right, people were like, oh, yeah. And this is the time period where, like, Hurricane, uh, what the fuck was his Chris, name? Maybe? Hurricane Chris came out, and so A Bay was a big deal, right. and we made the Pake A song. Eight. And that was a fucking banger of a time. Uh, yeah. But I remember getting taken home that night. LV, I gave him my keys in my car because he's trying to get, try to get some lady or some shit. And then I'm like, I got to get home. Good thing I didn't have my keys, honestly, because I was I couldn't have drove home. I wouldn't even tried. And Vince, who is in our my pledge class, drives me home. And his girlfriend at the time, B-Ray, who's so cool, was in the back seat, And they just started dating, I guess, like a day before that. But I didn't realize this. So I was like, who's this hot chick in the back? You want to fuck? Just being like a total dick, right? Because I'm fucked up. <laughs> and so, like, every time I've seen B-Ray in my life, because that was the first time I met her, I'm like, my bad, my bad. I woke up the next morning naked in my shower with a string of clothes from, like, my front door to my bathroom, and I just fucking passed out with a fucking cold shower on me, and that's how I woke up in the morning. And was like, holy fuck, I almost died for sure. And then I had to go find my car, I had to find LV and my keys. Yeah, sound like uh, Mickey's ate you up. But that was always Darkness's thing. Every time uh, we had, you know, we got money back from our scholarships and everything, and he would get a couple hundred, couple thousand dollars back because he was Chickasaw and right. he was the only black Chickasaw that I think I've ever met. But 
he got back a bunch of money, and every semester he would take that money. He would go up to Byron's up in Oklahoma City, which sells super cheap liquor. Right. Just stock up on like $500 worth of liquor, get an ice luge. There was always at least a 1,000 Mickey bottles, uh, which Mickey's is a, a type of beer that's I don't even know where it's from. Yeah, they used to sponsor UFC. That's why everyone liked it at the time. Um, yeah, Mickey's 5 was cool. That was the only one I had, and they kind of died after that. We had like a float trip that was cool. We had a New Year's Eve party after that that was pretty pretty all right um but eventually all the huge parties just had to die i don't know why but it did happen they all cracked down they passed an ordinance in town that three or more people in a house with suspected alcohol a cop could enter or some shit was all it's all some bullshit is what it was yeah ada's always been a town where i I don't know they're they're super strict for no reason but right it's what makes them money for sure um trying to think of any more good stories we can tell that I can think of. Um, yeah. Sorry, people, if y'all hear my dog walking around being an asshole, but they're fucking clicky ass fingers. Yeah. So Wednesday, Wednesdays at Legends was drown night and it was like $5 to get in and then unlimited beer after that. So right. it was just chaos and five well, bucks for everyone to get shit faced. Right. I remember it was always a great time. And then the big thing was you had to go to the donut shop afterwards. So like, I don't know. I'm sure other towns have their own thing, but something that this fucking town has is like the donut shop opens at 10 p.m. So if you're stoned or drunk, you can go fucking to the that's where you could do right like in college. And that was just and they fucking banked on it for years. Oh, yeah. I, I went there almost every night. We got drunk and got sausage rolls, right? Sausage rolls and donuts and powwow almost every night would just do it. He would eat one. He's like the top. It's like. I want a dozen glaze and I want a dozen chocolate. And so we'd have like two dozen donuts and he would eat one of each and be like, I'm full. Oh, yeah. That's we, all up to y'all. <laughs> we would always wake up and there would be donuts and sausage rolls everywhere, <laughs> like leftovers. Just. Like, yeah. Um, so, but it was fun. It was a good time. Um, one thing that did suck about our fraternity, but I think in the long run is cool, is we did, we weren't allowed to have a fraternity house. Like they're outlawed or whatever on campus or some shit and so we all have like a lounge inside of a dorm that we can have meetings in uh, but then everyone just kind of lives in their own house i mean people roomed with each other that were also there uh, you can just push that dog down she'll she'll figure, she'll figure it out um so I, we didn't have to live with some of the people we didn't like necessarily right, right? Yeah. like you just got to deal with them on sundays when you have your meetings and then you kind of go on and hang out who the fuck you want to hang out with yeah absolutely and, and there wasn't uh, there wasn't a lot of clicks like there was with the girls, but right there, there was groups of people, uh, and usually and the you know you talked about it several times on here how I used to hang out at your house, but I used to hop around you know your your group you know powwow and, and right. LV was hanging out at your house, and I'd go over to Shelton's house and they'd be playing rock band over there, then go over to Taylor's house, they'd be doing something else. Um, but yeah, your house was always a good time. I remember it was always dark and cold. Yeah, we had the dark cold. Uh, I, I definitely learned of binge watching a couple years earlier than binge watching became like a thing. So I think a lot of people got addicted to that. Like you come over to my house, we're going to watch two seasons of some shit in a row. People are like, what? How is this a thing? And I'm like, because I know about torrents. I know about the dark web. Yeah, you know, I, I remember we always watched like the uh, the American Pies and the Neck and Miles and the Beta House type movies over at your right. house. So I had a lot of movies and TV shows downloaded, which was kind of cool. I could tell some arrested stories. I haven't told any stories about me, me being arrested. Um, so earlier I mentioned how I went to Legends after, you know, being arrested or whatever, months and months before I was being a really good kid. And the first time I got arrested in college, um, when I was living in the sports dormitory with all, with athletes, it was like all athletes and then me for some reason because I had a scholarship to give them a sing, like a single room by myself and shit. So uh, – that's what I had. And my sweet mate never showed up that was supposed to be there. And then they put in these two basketball players. They're like fucking six foot eight tall dudes or whatever, right? And so we had to, sh- I had to share a bathroom with these two basketball players, which was fine. But they started bitching about me smoking pot in my dorm room. And I was like, well, I don't have any friends. And I'm going to just smoke pot in my dorm room and play video games. Like, what the Are fuck they the one that ratted you out? Or? And then someone called the cops on me, probably them. I always assumed it was them. And I was making friends that day. Like, I was finally trying to, like, reach out to people. So these two guys, 
um, that lives in the dorm as well. And then this one football player who me and him have been freestyling in my truck a little bit, um, smoking pot and shit, you know. So I got made one friend there. Um, we were all, all at lunch watching Half Baked because I had the DVD or whatever, and we were watching. And I was like, oh, shit, guys, got to go to work. So I went to work, and then the cops showed up when those guys were smoking pot in my room. And the cops just don't do anything to them, and then they're, like, waiting for me. And then the cops don't even arrest me because they don't have a warrant to arrest me by whatever time I got off work. So they left me a note of, like, we confiscated all your drugs, and we'll be back in the morning. And I was like, fuck. So I guess I got to call my mom or whatever because I'm, like, 18, and I don't fucking know what the fucking do. And my mom doesn't know I smoke pot and shit, and it's going to be, like, a big fucking deal. And so call her she fucking freaks out she's like we'll be there in the morning and they get this fucking attorney and yeah that's the whole that's how all that happened the football player turned out he had been robbing people all throughout the dorms and so when they checked his room they found like thousands and thousands of dollars of reported stolen shit and so he got kicked off the football team and then people were pissed at me about that and i was like i didn't fucking steal anything what the fuck y'all talking about so um it was fucking some bullshit for sure. I never went to jail on that one because I got an attorney by the next morning and it was a Saturday and the cops weren't just didn't come to arrest me. And uh, the attorney, they just kept pushing back my court date until they forgot to schedule it. And then it just ne- it like just was never scheduled. And then the attorney was like, all right, just don't get in trouble. And that was his advice. So I think that was probably a shitty job by that attorney. Maybe someday I'll tell about the second time I got arrested on here. And then you'll see, like, well, that fucking sucked because yeah. <laughs> I didn't stay out of hey, trouble. Hey, because the second one, you, you kind of got out, too, I remember. Yeah. You went, I, had I think a, you went well, for, like, a day or half a day, and you were supposed to be in for, like, 10 or right. whatever. So I'll, I'll tell that someday as well again because I think I told it on the old podcast. Yeah. So, so one, one of these times. So I feel like I should freshen but up some there, of the stories. you do have a song out there that's called 18, 19, 20, I remember, that you made a yeah. long, long time ago. That, that kinda, was that maybe one of the first that. songs I wrote. Yeah. Um, that I ever try to write. Um, and it did explain my life at 18, 19, and 20. It was pretty decent. I don't think I have it up anywhere. Yeah. But, I mean, man, I have a few that I don't have. Like, uh, one time I did do a collab with a guy from England on the Jerk beat after I had already done a version of the Jerk song or whatever. And I still to this day know every word of this English dude's verse to his two verses he did on it. Was it good? Uh, it was different. Like my whole verse was about jacking off, right? I was trying to take that word about jerk, <laughs> right? <laughs> so his was, uh, the first one was about giving your girlfriend chlamydia. So you're a jerk. And the second one was about the British parliament at the time being caught using money for pornography. And I was, and I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> but Powell loved the song cause it had the beat, right? And I could I could do it. I might do it later uh, on the music episode. Um, if we gets brought up, we need some shit to spice it up. I could probably do his whole verse, but I loved it. I just loved how like his was all serious, and mine was all like, "You should jerk me a little faster" and all the shit like that. And it was great shit. Anyway, uh, just came to me. Thought we had to share that. So I don't know where I was going with it necessarily. Fucking English rappers. Hey, but Pow Wow's he's always been into whatever the the newest song is that you can dance to that has a dance to us the the stinky leg the the soldier right. boy the I would say Pow Wow's he's he's a I mean, all he's time a dancer, favorite though. song has to be one two step right DJ Unk one two step if I had to choose one song I don't know if he listens to the podcast probably not but I think that would be his probably favorite song of all time I love the remix personally because T Pain kills it but um. Anyway, just some inside knowledge. What is your favorite rap song? So we're, you're going to be on this music episode. I'm going to put it out again, like I said, two days from now. So I have a lot of mixing to do this week. Um, I'm just saying, fuck, we're going to try to do one a week until we don't have the songs to do it. And then we'll take we'll do a two-week break. Some people are getting behind. Uh, I also get worried, you know, we don't get the new listens. But I do look, and people are, like, weeks behind still listening, you know. So maybe we're doing okay. I don't. I don't really know. Uh, but what sort of rap music is your shit? Uh, honestly, the, your, your podcast that, that comes out is kind of, kind of as good for me because I don't like to listen to all the, like the name artists, right. a, a lot of, a lot of the people I listen to are YouTube people that just upload their shit to YouTube and have maybe the max 50,000 views, which is right. good, but they're still not, you know, yeah. Drake or anything like that. 
but I, and I've sent you a link to uh, a, a, an artist that I like. Uh, it's called his name is called Cryptic Wisdom. I think he's out of Arizona, like a little cholo dude. Right, is what he looks like. But I mean, he and he talks about all kinds of different shit. He talks about depressing stuff, uh, antidepressant, talking about basically anything and everything. Just kind of goes through life stuff. But just the way he his flows and all that, uh, I always find myself just going back to him. But then here lately, I've been listening to the the Spotify playlist. Right, going through there. I mean, Petrovita, he's great. Uh, Tyler Keith. I, I'm hoping all these artists are on the. The playlist later, so I can um, jam out. I it. don't think we have one for Petrovita. He said he he apologized recently for not. I do know today I recorded a verse for a song with him and sent it to him. I don't know if it's good. I'll let you listen to it afterwards. Um, I think what I wrote's fine. I don't know if the way I delivered it was right. Um, something about me, uh, and you can watch Petrovita's style by the way. Um, you can go to Twitch. He fucking records him making he recorded himself doing the verse to the song I'm doing a verse to. And he just kind of was like, oh, this is what comes natural to the next line and writes it and does it. And he does it in chunks and shit. Whereas then I like write a whole thing and I'm like, all right, let's one take this. And then I'm like, that's not right. And I will do, I do completely different takes from one to the next. Like once I'm like, oh, I'll do this one kind of low and slowish. And then the next one I'm like, all right, I'll do this. Like if little Wayne did it where I'm all like high and hyper and then I just do that over and over at different takes until one I'm like, oh, that one's pretty cool. And I know that's like, I don't think like anyone else I've talked to does that. Um, and sometimes it's cool, but sometimes it makes it really fucking hard. Are you doing a, a second verse to the one that he did on Twitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's the goal. Um, I'm hoping he'll mix it because I'm really shitty at mixing and he's pretty good. So Yeah, Petrovita's awesome. I and just if- sent the email before you got here, so we'll see if he ever writes back yeah. about it. If you ever get the chance to, to watch him on Twitch, he makes... He makes things look easy. It's like he just click, 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 and then yeah. He, which I'm sure you know a lot of you guys. He made you know, me artists and, and producers and Reaper, stuff like that for sure. I think that's what he uses software. Uh, software wise, I've never used Reaper. I've heard of it, and he made it. He it did look really fucking easy. Like Adobe Audition, which is what I've been using forever. I know what I'm doing on it, but there's plenty of times I'm like. If I knew how to do, if someone was like, well, do this too, I'd be like, I don't fucking know. I know how to do whatever the fuck I learned how to do over the last however many years, and I don't even know what the fuck that really is. Is this a software that you just watched YouTube and kind of well, learned? Well, it was um, back in the day, you could download Cool Edit Pro 2 for quote unquote free. Um, and it was like, just put it in this serial number with this name and it'll fucking unlock it, right? And then, and honestly, Cool Edit Pro might not even had all that shit. It might have just let you fucking have it. But it was basically Adobe Audition 3. So eventually Adobe bought Cool Edit Pro, rebranded as Adobe Audition 3.0, and then released it, but you had to pay for it. And then that one, for sure, you had to have a serial number, which everyone did. I had the key generator or whatever, and cracked it and that's how i made every fucking rap song i've ever made i've made on adobe audition 3 except some recent shit i've been trying to record directly in the fl studio where i make beats some people are like oh it's horrible for that and i don't understand the difference uh so anyway i don't know i'm fucking with some shit i also think it's weird you got to use all these different programs for different things it seems like there should be one program to rule them all but i guess that's not a thing either um anyway i don't remember what the original question was but some about music um, I will say, I don't think I've mentioned this yet. I'm going to try to put out an electronic, like a six track electronic EP on Spotify within the next couple of weeks. I don't really know exactly when or the name of it or any of that shit yet. I'll do that in the next couple of weeks, but I made some songs that I think are kind of cool. And skinny's like our resident, you know, electronic person. And he listened and he liked five of the six songs. So I'm like, well, Hey, that's a success, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Hey, skinny, skinny's a professional at those, that, the EDM, all that, uh, the electronic stuff. Right. Now, I'm going to put this on wax now so you, you can witness it. He said, I feel like I know what the story is of all of it. Now, this is super pretentious, what I'm about to say, but that's just how I am sometimes. My whole goal was that through the music, could this be music placed on an illustrated YouTube cartoon or whatever of a guy going into space and then, like, fucking wrecking on some shit in space, and then he's floating through space, and then all, you know, all these, like, could you visualize some shit like that with all these weird space noises that I fucking added to these weird beats? And then I'm going to see if Skinny thinks that's what the fucking story was. Because he claimed 
Oh, I know what the story was. Just by listening to the beat? Just by listening to the beats. Over. So I'm gonna be, we'll see what his knowledge is. All right. Um, let's, let's test him. And then again, true art, who knows, you know? As long as you feel anything, apparently it's art, even if you hate it. Right. So, he could feel something completely different and it be correct. Right. So. And maybe I need to ask him because I was going to make fucking a picture of space as my goddamn cover. So we'll see uh, see what happens. Um, now, I've, I've only been to one of those raves like that. Uh, that he, I mean, he goes to them quite often it seems like from his instagram I, I went to one and it was in a strip club so we had to wait till four o'clock till the strip club closed for the edms to start oh hell yeah we left that strip club or the rave or whatever it was at 9 a.m and when we walked out it was like you know the movie uh oh, what is it Varsity Blues. Varsity Blues, yeah <laughs> whenever they walk out of the door and it's just like the sun's glaring in your eyes and you're just completely trashed and you don't know what the hell you're at. Right. It was that exact feeling. And, yeah, I've never been back. Although I had a great time there. It just wasn't my my style. wasn't Right. Well, I watched two days of YouTube videos of how to make EDM music. And apparently I need serum, which I, I don't have. And I'm sure I could pirate that as well. But, you know, I don't need to do that. And all the noises are cool. It's just not... Because I don't listen to EDM music like that, they're like, and then the guy's like fucking drumming out up there on the DJ stage. I'm like, dude, you're drumming air drums. There ain't nothing you're hit. Like, that song's just recorded. I don't, and they're like fucking just getting crazy. And I'm like, well, I'll never do that. So mine are literally just basically the beats I had that had fucking weird noises. I had a few more weird noises and was like, yeah, it's kind of its own weird thing. Maybe people will listen to it. But it's not like the let's roll on ecstasy music. I don't think you might enjoy it. I don't know. I think as long as you got the drops in there, which I think you, you have a, a beat that's called Beach Montage. I told you that I like, and you weren't really a fan of. Right, it's like my second least favorite beat, <laughs> and and one of the reasons why I like it is because you kind of got like a build up, like towards the beginning, and then it, it you kind of got a, a little drop in there. Right, that, that gives it another a weird thing. So watching all these EDM YouTube videos, a drop. I thought would be the build up and then the bass hits. And maybe that is what we all would call that. But they all kept calling drops like the whole song. They would not it'd be like a fucking twenty-eight bar fucking whole thing, and they're like they would include like the intro, the drop, and then also the playing music app, like all of it, basically the whole song. They'd be like, and that's how you make that drop. And I'm like, uh so the whole thing's called a drop? I was very confused. I need to Skinny really wants to get me into it, um, and I try to watch these videos they share, but it kind of all sounds the same. And I know I sound ignorant, um, you know, like the way people are like, I can't understand that rap music. Like, today, Snappy shared a really fucking funny video of these two um, white girls, maybe it was yesterday, whenever it was, uh, rapping in a car about... Uh, guys always trying to play them, but they'll fuck all the guys they want. And they're, they're like, really bad, right? Like, these white girls rapping... And he was like, I couldn't understand a word they said. And I was like, well, I understood every word they said. They just weren't good or whatever. So I do understand. I don't want to be that person about EDM music. Like, it's all the same because people like that about rap. So anyway. Yeah, I think EDM is more of like a feeling type of like you, you just bass, you bump that bass until you, you can just feel it like in your bones, basically. And those those people, they just, I am it's kind of like euphoric almost to, to some people that, right. that they I'm starting to understand the difference between house and trance and all that because I started looking up uh, videos of like, here's 60 different EDM genres. And I was like, fuck, all right, let's get to it. And they would try to explain all, where all of them started. Interesting. I, I think it's cool that it's the whole culture that exists or whatever. But I was like, fuck, these people really care. Whereas then I wish hip-hop had like a bunch of subgenres and I could be like, oh, I'm this type. Whereas then right now people are all like, yeah, you're kind of like Mac Miller. And I'm like, Maybe I think Matt Miller was a little more uh, cerebral. I think and people would probably say that because you're white. a white guy with you know light colored hair, right? Well, and I think well, one thing Matt Miller had going for him, and I think I have going for me is I don't use a nasally white rap voice. Like I don't think when you hear me, I'm not talking up here. You know, like I don't do that. No offense, people who might listen to this and you do that, but uh, I think that's one thing that me and him have similar. But that's about it. You know, he's like a lot way more metaphory. I'm like talk shit smoke weed line or something. Um, so what happened was, I don't know what time we're at because normally we would have a time down here, but because the last thing I did on here 
was I was doing a verse for Petra Vita, and so I have it in bars. And so we are at 1,522 bars in at 168 beats per minute. So whatever that equals to, math nerds. I would say we're a little over 20 minutes because I got a missed call 20 minutes ago when we, we had just started. So Oh, perfect. Perfect. Somewhere around there. At least Give we have something take. there to keep track. <laughs> All right, so if you have any questions, suggestions, or corrections, please email us at a podcast with Mo. That is A-P-O-D-C-A-S-T-W-I-T-H-M-O at gmail.com. Perfect. Boom. And earlier we were mentioning first times that we met. One of the first things I remember uh, that made me kind of be like, oh, fraternities are kind of cool and scary, actually, a little bit, was right before I pledged, because I was like, my pledge, I was probably the first person that y'all knew was going to pledge of my pledge class. Yeah, because we, we, I mean. I hung out like I, all I think, summer. Yeah, I think as far as, like, after that day at, at Legends, I think we had exchanged numbers and we hung out all all through the summer, basically Correct. just. And you were the one that, that I think you had like 16 people in your pledge class and right. you probably helped recruit 12 of them. They went 18 at first, but yeah. yeah. Um, so just recruiting you all summer, then Pow Wow and LV and, right, and everybody else Pow Wow would have went six in. off, yeah. just the fact they wore blue. And then Anthony, your, your next door neighbor, yeah, was he the same semester? Or the next semester. After? Yeah. yeah. Um, so one thing we did was we went to this other bar called C4, which was more of like a club fill than a bar fill, but it was basically a bar. And we went on a knot that... I don't know. The sororities were supposed to be on dry week, but some of them came out to the bar, and it was basically just us pocs, a couple females, and I wasn't in the pock yet. I was the only non-pock there, but I was going to pledge. And then these three Mexican dudes just drinking in the corner or whatever, and it wouldn't have been a big deal. It would have been all been fine, but they kept you know challenging people to play flip cup or you know quarters or whatever the fucking games were, and they kept losing. And I was just like, this is fucking just weird. And then they try to steal money from behind the counter, and the bartender that night was fuck the dude who owns all the shit around here. I don't remember his name. He owns like the convenience yeah, stores and all that. I don't, I don't remember his and name. Uh, he came came over and told someone that. And then all of a sudden, like the fifteen pox there were like, "Oh, we're gonna fight these three guys because they try to rob the bar." And I'm just like, what the fuck is going on? And then, like, everyone just all of a sudden swinging and shit. And I was like, fuck, these motherfuckers are crazy. And then, uh, yeah, I went out in the parking lot, and everyone just kept taking turns fighting these dudes. And then they get in the car and drive off, and then this the guy they stole from grabs his cell phone, calls the cops, and he was like, yeah, we got three guys that left the bar, think they're drinking and driving, and then they got caught with like all this cocaine oh, in their wow. pocket and got <laughs> deported. It was like this whole thing. Damn. And I was like, fuck. God damn. Hey, yeah, we were we were a big brother to a lot of people that didn't really even have our interests, but uh they were good to us, you know. That's they, right. Yeah, uh, all the bartenders that knew us. Uh so we I were mean, good that to same, them and they They own the same bar, he ran the other one too, both C4 yeah, and Legends. Yeah, I always thought that was weird because it would be like drown night at Legends on Wednesday and then Thursday night you could go here for quarter beer. Like, why not just have it at the same place? You're closing down Legends right. and you're opening C4. Like, I agree. Um, I eventually quit going to C4 when that dude got, uh, stabbed in the ribs or whatever. Oh yeah. Got yeah I saw something, uh, shit. about it just recently. They, they did another story on him. Right. And I was like, oh fuck it. I can't go out there anymore. Yeah. It, it gets too, too crazy. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think. I think they kind of shut people, it down. Yeah, I think so too. They, they tried to turn it into a strip club for a little while and then that, that didn't last very long. Right, I remember Girls Gone Wild came here. Yeah. Uh, I remember summer, that too. And it was a cock fest. There was right. like four girls and about <laughs> 400 dudes. <laughs> uh, yeah, one of the girls on the video I knew fairly well. Um, and then Anthony, my neighbor, knew another one of the girls. He used to work with her in high school somewhere. So he like bought the video immediately. They had her their trip here or whatever. So that was a thing I did view. Yeah. I was like, oh. Hey. The, the girls, they just took to the little RV that they had. They didn't even right. do anything inside the club. <laughs> right. They just tried to get them to do stuff on camera on the, in the fucking, girls gone wild was fucking weird just in general when you just think about how that whole thing yeah, worked it was definitely. like all right guys like let's go to college parties we'll find drunk 
girls will act slutty, will film it, and people will pay for it. Yeah, mostly 60, 70-year-old dudes. And they just gave them, like, shorts and shirts for it. it was, I think, the only payment. That was the premise, anyway. Yeah, I don't I think, think so. these girls got no, paid any, like, yeah, real money. I don't think money. they got any money at all. And that dude, I think, bought a private island eventually off with his winnings. And <laughs> So, anyway, girls going wild. Fucking weird. But I remember every night infomercials, Comedy Central or whatever fucking channel that was, like, just three hours straight of girls oh, gone yeah. wild infomercials. <laughs> And all the little fucking happy faces, you know, as their sensors. Great yeah, shit. That summer, that summer that uh, that we basically rushed you. Mm-hmm. That was that was my first summer to actually drink beer. Right. And I think you ended up basically just becoming my DD a lot of times. Where right, like for a minute. Uh, yeah. For until Powell got there, yeah. then he became the DD. And and I think a lot of the times, like and you have mentioned on the podcast, you know, you being real introverted and stuff, I would be like. Almost have to drag you out and like, Mo, come on, let's go to this party or right. know, whatever. Let's meet whoever. But yeah, I remember you, you drove me. You had a story on here with Taylor before. I don't remember who the girl was that you were talking about. Right, right. You, you, you were talking about. Uh, Basically, a, I had a really bad threesome experience and then a weird sexual encounter with this girl in which I wasn't good. And then I was like, and I'd never see her again. I was like, well, actually, like two weeks later after that moment, you are trying to hook up with one of her friends, so you, I went with you. It's like fine, I'll go with you there, and then. But it just it just reminded me of of another time where we had gone over to some girl's house that you knew. Um, she had a twin sister, and her twin sister's friend was there. Might be the same story. I don't know. But anyways, we got in there, and we we were hanging out for like fifteen minutes. And all of a sudden, like I'm sitting there and the two girls that are there, they talking about they're talking to them to each other out loud, um, drunk off their ass. They don't they can't tell that they're talking loud enough for for me to hear. But they're sitting there talking about how they want to have a threesome with me. And I'm sitting there like, wait, what? Y'all haven't even talked to me about this. Right. But, you need uh, my consent, ladies. <laughs> right. <laughs> but Come to find out, uh, the twin sister, one of the twin sisters, got super drunk. It was like her first time to drink that night or something. Got super drunk, started puking everywhere, wanted her mom. They ended up having to drive her back to wherever her home, her hometown was just so she could like be with her mom. Yeah, so this is the same, not actually. That was a, that was a diffused situation. I actually remember that. <laughs> yeah. A little more. Right I don't think they were twins. I think they were sisters. I don't know. I, I don't I, think they were twins. I think they looked a lot alike. They're, they're twins, but they're not identical. Okay. So. I do remember that because I remember thinking you were going to get there and you're going to have all this fun and I had to be there and put up with all this bullshit. Right. So it's kind of opposite. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of opposite for sure. I just bit the bullet and then you had to put up with all the bullshit. So, um, <laughs> Absolutely. But yeah. I, think, I think we ended up leaving there, went to Dylan's or, or LB's. And- yeah, it was when Dylan lived at the end of the street here. Um, yeah, there were plenty of – th- no, it was the same night. There was this one night with this BJ story of this girl at this party. Was, I do remember, and I'm glad that I never had any counters. But <laughs> I think I get unfairly judged in some of this, um, only because two other people at this um, – I feel like I should cut all this. We're going to just go ahead and be a fraternity story. Um, when I was pledging, before I even signed my bid card, so it was like a week before, and this was the first party powwow went with me to a pipe party because I was like, no, man, they're cool. Come with me, right? And then – uh, this girl's in the kitchen going, my name is BJ. Wasn't her name, right? But it was like she kept telling people her name was BJ because she wanted someone to be like, oh, a BJ. And then it wasn't me. It was like another – it was Raymond, actually, very religious man these days. Um, but, so I just think it's funnier <laughs> that way. He was like, oh, you should give uh, our new pledge Mo Head right now. And then me, again, 19 at this time, girl's trying to give me head. I was like, okay, I guess. I mean, I wasn't dating anyone. And then uh, – my car's there, so I go out in my car, and I get head, and it's a great time. Uh, I was like, oh, it was really good. And then she came in and told everyone we had sex. And I was <laughs> I like, that. what? I was like, <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not I'm not even like saying like I would never. I'm saying I'm just like, we just didn't. I don't know. Like, we just didn't. And then later that night, two other fraternity members had sex with her at the same time, but I can't tell that story because one of them – was dating someone, you know, one of those scenarios. And so it was like, you motherfucker. So I have to be the one that gets the, like, made fun of, <laughs> right. of the story of people like, cool, she sucked your dick and told everyone you've had sex with her. And I'm like, yep, ha-ha, ha-ha. 
funny story. <laughs> I do remember. I remember y'all. I don't remember her, her telling everybody that that y'all had sex. But she I came in and told Brooke, who was uh, a girlfriend, right? And she was like, she came with me immediately because where eyes were watering and stuff. I was like, what does that have to do with having <laughs> <What>? sex? <laughs> and yeah. It was so bad. She cried about it. <laughs> right. Um. Yeah. So I made a lot of dumb decisions, you know, throughout the. Throughout the years, but that one I felt like was a logical. I think that's college stage, though. Everybody makes. I, I think your majority of your mistakes in life are probably whenever you're in between. Right, and again, I don't even think that was necessarily a mistake. I wasn't. Well, I'm promised just talking about anybody. all the other mistakes, all the other stupid shit that we did. Oh yeah, for sure. Time. I mean, I've done a lot of a lot of dumb shit for sure, um, but most of it was done with decent intentions. Right. I remember LV, one of my favorite nights. Um, some girl, and I'm not saying this happened. Right. But some girl told LV, um, again, someday I'm going to tell the story of LV. He's in prison now. He's one of my good friends. I haven't wrote him in jail in like months and months. I feel like a dick. I need to fuck. Anyway, um, he heard that these guys in the Southern fraternity raped this girl. And then this happened, um, not often, but every once in a while, a girl would say that about some guy to get a bunch of guys to want to fight that guy you know so yeah, i don't say you can always believe it or whatever um but lv believed it this night and i don't know if he believed it because he actually believed it or if he believed it because he was like i'm gonna put on a pock shirt and i'm gonna go into this person in this party of another fraternity and i'm gonna start swinging on motherfuckers yeah, I remember um, like four lv is like a wesley <laughs> snopped dark motherfucker um he's about six foot two ten of solid muscle 190 of solid muscle oh he's just a fucking very, very yoked man, right? He had very good combine stats, you know, when he played football in college. He's uh, just a strong individual. I don't know if he can fight. Never saw him fight uh, in, in person. But he walked in apparently and punched eight people without getting punched at this party. And then everyone's defense of how this happened was our parties that we threw, we would all congregate in one big room of mass chaos and then if there were other rooms, it was, you know, more quiet, quiet time. So whereas, and I guess this fraternity's party, from what I've been told, was very much sporadic through a house, right? So he just walked through each room. And, and so he just walked through each room and he would punch <laughs> like, he would two piece. He would one person, second person, next room, one person, second person. I remember when all this happened, I'm like, you did what? <laughs> <laughs> two of the eight guys had to go to the hospital for like a broken jaw. This is the way the story went. And then I only know the story because he showed up at my apartment freaking out. And he was like, okay, dude, listen. I was like, what? And he's like, I just went to a party. I wore this pock shirt. I didn't know they were all going to be wearing their T-shirts, some sort of theme knot. So it looked bad. I started punching people. I ran away. <laughs> and I think everyone's looking for me. And I was like, oh, shit. And then their big bad, you know, or whatever, somehow gets a hold of someone who gets a hold of me and was like, well, he meets us here at this place. There'll be a one-on-one fight, blah, blah, blah. But it wasn't like me, LV, and 12 Pogs. It was like me and LV. And we pull up, and there was like 18 people. And I was like, reverse? And LV was like, I'll fucking fight him, bro. I'll fucking fight him. And I was like, no, this isn't happening. We're not fighting all these people tonight. And then no one ever cared eventually. Was this before or after? I think Pow Wow and, and about 10 other Pikes got into fight with the Sigtals over at LB's house that, one night. This was way before that. Or not way before, quite a bit before. Because this was when LB was still living over by elementary school and not over here. Um, but yeah, Pow Wow got in a fight with a guy one night. All because LB, I know this is confusing. LV is a uh, scary black guy who's one of my good friends. And LB is a skinny white guy uh, who was my big in the fraternity and at the time had long blonde hair. So it couldn't be further from the look of each other on appearance. But LB, skinny guy, grabbed Pow Wow's phone, called the Sigtal and was like, hey, you pussy bitch, I want to <laughs> oh, fuck shit. you up, and then hung up. And then that guy showed up to fight Pow Wow. And then they fought for 10 fucking minutes. I remember they fought. And then Pow Wow had an asthma attack. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, god damn it. So fucking college. So I, I noticed whenever I walked in, have you been watching The Office again? Uh, yeah, always. Always. Hey, I, I think I've gone through The Office probably seven times, and you've probably gone through it a hundred. Yeah, yeah, I couldn't even get it. I'm sure it's on a hundred, but yeah, it's in the double digits, right. uh, the high double digits for sure. Uh, but I also just started watching a long time. I, I watched them when they first aired as well, so then I downloaded them before I lost all my shit. Um, 
but yeah, The Office is great. I've also been watching, like I said in the last one, that 70s show. Um, girls have been going back and watching those shows. Because um, you always just need random shit to watch. That's how I feel about it. Every time I, I, I sit down to watch a Netflix show, a new Netflix show, I can't ever get into it. But then I'll turn on The Office and I'll just sit there for hours. Right. Well, there's something about if you know it's coming next, you don't have to worry about it. And right. it's well, the, the Office is just one of those shows that you could just watch and not give a shit about anything else. and not really. You don't really have to, to pay attention, pay attention, but right. it, it's comedy gold right there. I agree. I think there's – I don't think Netflix original shows do a very good job of being super funny and rewatchable like that, but there are some that are good, right? Like Master of None, Aziz and Sorry show – it's really good, and I really enjoyed watching it. But the idea of like, let's go back and just rewatch it again. I'm like, well, it's not, it's not that sort of show, you know, or whatever. So there's some about The Office that's just extremely rewatchable. You can just keep watching it over and over again. I know the the Entourage and The Office are the two, the the two shows that I can watch over and over again. Entourage, I would say, is probably my favorite show, thanks to Mo. Yeah, I made everyone watch that shit. Yeah, I remember, I think you had just started watching, you were on like episode three or four, and you had brought your laptop down to the lounge, and that's when I first watched it. Right. And and then there was a group of us that just continued watching it throughout. Um, it's gone, what, like nine seasons or something like that, with another movie after that. Like eight in a movie, maybe? Yeah, which the the movie was basically just a long-ass season. I mean, a long a, episode. Right. Yeah. I agree. It was kind of a letdown. Um, Entourage and Hindsight, because I'll go back and rewatch it now because I love HBO Go. I think it's the best, or HBO Now, whatever the fuck it's called. Um, but it hasn't aged amazingly well because some because it was so set in that time period, right? Like you'd have to rem- you have to remember some pop culture shit or like, oh yeah, that guy was popular. Like someone who's eighteen right now probably wouldn't like Entourage, right? Like you'd have to have been part of that era. I feel like whereas in like Eastbound and Down on HBO. I think anyone could watch that and be like, that's the funniest fucking shit ever. But I'm, I also just fucking love that shit as well. And I think I got you to watch Silicon Valley recently. Yeah, yeah, I have. Uh, has it come out with a new season? No, they put out a commercial for the last season, I think. And then and they said the last season, and Kamel, not Johnny, was like, anybody want to buy my second vote? <laughs> like, I feel like he didn't know about it. Yeah, I remember you so. didn't, you you weren't uh, for sure if you were going to finish it because one of your favorite characters basically got Fuck yeah, they kicked off TJ Miller, which is bullshit. Um, I'm just a big fan of his, and I th- think his character was amazing on the show, so it just pissed me off, honestly. I think you need to, you need to check out Ballers. I know you've talked about it a couple times. I've started it's- a couple times, but I just, I get the Rock's, supposed to be good and stuff he's always the rock to me and then it just is entourage but with sports and i'm like i just feel like they're really just copying that shit hard yeah and it's it's all produced by the same people that oh. that entourage and you know mark Wahlberg and his right. clan and honestly if my wife was more into it i probably would but there's lots of times you know where like it's just not her sort of shit so we're probably yeah, not I, think, gonna watch I, it. I would say the later seasons are probably better than maybe the earlier seasons right. of Ballers. But yeah, it's it's a show that I watch. But I, I hate it because it only comes on once a year and it's only like 8 episodes so it's like well, you have the to Rock's wait. got shit to do. I know you have to wait like 10 by the time it even comes out with another one you're like wait, what the fuck happened the last time? Right. What's well, how um fucking Koopy, my wife loves Stranger Things right on Netflix. And I don't hate Stranger Things. I, I'm i exactly medium. Like, I think it's good. And I have my opinions of it's a pretty good show. I could have a, out of a 10, I would say it's like a 7.5 to an 8. It's a good, good quality show. I like it. But everyone else in the fucking world just acts like it's this goddamn masterpiece of a show. <laughs> I think that's probably why I haven't watched so it. So that's why I'm always like, seem like I hate it. And I'm like, I don't. It's a fine show. It's a good, it's a good show. But y'all act like it's this fucking masterpiece. And the only kid that's fucking good is the kid without the teeth. All the other kids are shit actors. Um, anyway, so she's all excited because the third season comes out on July 4th. But she's like, well, we have to rewatch the second season because I don't remember what happened. I go, oh, we know what happened. She's like, well, what happened then? And I was like, fuck, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what happened. But So I'm going to have to rewatch that shit soon. Um, so, again, I don't hate it. Just, I don't know. I just don't get all the fucking hype about it and shit. Like, I thought Mindhunter on fucking Netflix was goddamn top-notch. People don't even fucking heard of it. So, hey, so you, you said that you watched uh, that 70s show. Yes. Do you watch, Have you seen The Ranch on Netflix? I've watched two episodes of it. Yeah. I, I would say it's a, it's a, 
it's it's comedy. It it is comedy, and there's some some a lot of drama. That's probably why it has a, a really good following for females. But I would say, I mean, and he brings in all of this that '70s show cast. He brings in the people. Right. That, Danny Masterson's that, off of it now because of the allegations. Yeah, and, and Danny, like he was probably the best character. He's a you crazy know, kinda, Scientologist, kind of like I you know. know Silicon Valley. You know, right. it well, just kind of loses its luster here's, when you bring out one of your right main characters. Honestly, I, I've watched a couple episodes of it. I think the ranch is horrible. Like, if you're telling me one to ten, I put the ranch at a one. I think. I think they overdo the sitcom-y, like, wait for the break for the laughs, wait for this, it's so staged. I don't think they do a good job at the multicam, we have a live-action studio. I just think they're really bad at it. Now, Snappy, you know, is on here all the time. He loves it. Him and his wife love it. I know other people love it, so maybe I'm not right. I, I like the, the punches at the current events that are going on in the world. Right. On, That's on that I, don't, I don't know anything about that, but uh, I've also watched, like, Friends quite a bit on Netflix, and that is probably like, I know people think it's like perfect timing for that multicam sitcom. Like they just mastered the whole like wait for the loud, do the joke here. So when you see other stuff, you're like, eh, I don't know. Uh, I just think the ranch looks poorly made. It looks like they put no money into it and it looks all fake all the time. But I know people love it. So I'm not, I know I'm not right. Like I know most people disagree with me, but that's why I've never watched it. And I want to because I like uh, Ashton Kutcher. That '70s show, you know, it's my shit. But yeah, ranch is not not my thing. But I'm sure they're like pro Trump or some shit, and so I don't know. Uh, yeah, absolutely. They're they're very Republican, but they do do a, a good job of of kind of they put characters in there that battle each other basically on on their politic ways. Right. See, uh, so it kind of makes it where it's not leaning one way or another. Right. Yeah. So have you been watching any of the NBA finals? Um, I've watched a little bit here and there. Um, I mean, at least watch highlights and shit, you know, pay attention to the scores. Uh, by the time this comes out, it could be over. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, uh, there's game fours tonight, tonight right. that we're recording. And then I'm sure game five is probably Monday or Tuesday, but. Right. I can see them doing Sunday for maybe, but either way, right. Either it could, way, it's probably going to be over by the time this comes out. Right. Possibly. The way I've been this whole time is if KD's not playing, I want the Warriors to win. If KD starts to play, I want the Warriors to lose. And that's the way I've been cheering for this finals. <laughs> hey, I like I, Steph. I'm rooting for uh, Kawhi to get a ring, man. He's He's got a ring in San Antonio, but he's basically put the Raptors on his back. I mean, they, they have a, a lot of good players, but they wouldn't, right. they wouldn't be anywhere near where they're at right now without him. Right. See, I think there could be an argument to be made that if you could switch DeMar DeRozan and Kawhi, but the Raptors still kept Danny Green, that they might be here. Or they would have at least made the conference finals, maybe. I gotta, maybe Kawhi is worth it, but I, don't, I just don't know if he did take Like, they already had a good team is all I'm saying. I don't know. Like, they do have – they're like the deepest bench in the NBA and all that shit. So, um, I think he's really good for sure. I think he's the closest thing to Kobe because, again, I'm going to say it again. Everyone keeps acting like Kobe wasn't fucking the man. And like LeBron just passed Kobe somehow. When I'm like, what? When did <laughs> when did uh, LeBron win five rings? I don't remember when that happened. Last I knew, he still fucking lost five times, right? And won three rings. Isn't that how that worked? So anyway, fucking yeah. everyone disrespecting Kobe. I think Kawhi is like the new Kobe. So if he wins, I'm not mad at it. But it's gonna be weird when he fucking leaves Toronto. Well, one thing that's gonna happen is an ex Thunder player is gonna get a ring. It's either gonna be KV, uh, KD or Serge. Yeah, I guess I'd rather have Surge. So, if if Surge gets one, then KD will have two. Surge will have one. Right, and we got Hard. left with the uh, worst player <laughs> right. of the team. I I like Westbrook. I always liked even when they had Harden and, and KD and stuff. Um, I enjoy his passion and stuff, but fuck if he isn't the worst player to watch because he just he has the worst habits of any modern NBA player. Yeah, absolutely. And it just drives me nuts. I, I don't like his 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 gimmicks towards the media either. And and I know the media sucks, honestly, like to, to players, they do, they ride their, the player's ass, but he's like a crybaby in the media. And it's, right. it's so like, as a Thunder fan, it's so frustrating to watch because he has his easiest thought compared to other guys too, as far as questions he gets asked. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and you're in Oklahoma city, you're not getting hard questions in Oklahoma. City. Right. Everyone loves you. And I think the hardest thing about Westbrook is that he flops a lot. And every time he comes down, he got hit in the face. And then I can't complain about 
Harden doing that, for instance, because I'm like, well, what am I going to say? My fucking team's favorite, you know, dude does it every goddamn play. So there are things that I don't like about him, but uh, I'm hoping next season, you know, fucking Andre Robertson comes back, my least favorite Thunder player ever, <laughs> next Maybe to Kyle he's, Singler. He's the key. And he'll be the key to it all because he's dating Rachel Demita. But Oh, is he? Yes. <laughs> uh, you know KD dated her. Uh, about six years ago. Oh, that's why Robertson got up in his grill. Is it? My guess. <laughs> I didn't know that he was dating her. That's a girl from uh, 2K, right? 2K TV. Yeah. Um, I do think I'm going to not buy 2K next year, by the way. I did not play 2K19 near as long as I've played any other basketball 2K game. I get it every year, and I normally play it like, you know, a good chunk of like two seasons worth. Just didn't happen this time. I played it for a little while, got some trophies, was like, eh. So I think I might take a year off just to build up that that hunger for my NBA 2K-ness. Right. Has there even been any ads or, or anything showing what kind of the gameplay is going to be like on that? No, they don't normally until pretty, pretty close uh, to the time. Now, I am about to buy in MLB The Show, I believe. It's supposed to be on sale June 7th for $20. I'm going to go look for that shit, whether online or in a store. I don't remember what it said. Um, but then I will try to get back into baseball through video games. That'll be my goal. Um all right, man, I feel like we've been going forever. I'm going to have to cut some shit because I'm sure it's someone's boring and no one cares. But then again, who cares about any of this stuff we talk about? I mean, what's your what's your least favorite parts of the podcast? Uh, Least favorite? Team. The books, probably. Koopy's uh, whack book talk. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> most of the time I still listen to those. I mean, especially if my wife is there. She And the thing is, whenever I, I listen to the podcast with Koopy and with my wife, she always like, the next week, she's like real into books. She's like, she wants to download some new books on her Kindle and read right. that week. And then that week goes away. And then it's like, oh, no, I'm going to go back to find my life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it does inspire her for at least a little bit to go. Oh, well, there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Um, Kubi just loves books. And I'll tell her, like, it's hard enough to get people over here to fucking record anyway. So we'll have you talk about books. I give her shit about it, but really, I don't um, hate her doing it. Uh, all right, man. Uh, I think we'll get off here. Um, We'll see what we keep. We'll see what's usable. That's what I have to say every time. Most of them I don't cut anything, but I try to hope when I do cut shit, no one notices. That's basically the goal. Um, so we'll see what happens. Uh, you got anything else before we get out of here? Uh, I think that's it, man. It's All a right. good time. Well, uh, everyone else, um, fucking become a patron. Like, become a patron and listen this Friday for the new music episode that we'll be recording tonight. Right, because this one week in between times means they're getting less lessons. It seems like because the new one's out, you know, people don't listen to that old shit. But I'm just going to keep pumping them out because I feel like it's more fun and artists seem to enjoy it. So I think so. That's what we're doing. All right. Peace, man. All right. We'll see you.
Momo makes beats. Uh.